It's time for the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. The holidays are here. Kick back, relax in your nice, comfy Christmas pajamas. Pour yourself a glass of hot chocolate or eggnog because you don't want to miss this episode of the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. All coming your way next. you connected this is dave johnson voice of the washington wizards you have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man josh kirby on sports podcast welcome back it's another edition of the josh kirby on sports podcast and yes indeed i'm your host josh kirby as always we are part of the mayo please podcast network you can check them out on twitter and instagram as well as all streaming platforms we're sponsored by Route 11 ships make sure you find the bag today inside your local martins food line and giant stores we're also sponsored by pm plus reserves before we begin want to give a big thanks to jr beats official dave johnson in mpt now productions before we begin i would like to give my apologies have been battling sickness had a very bad cough um which did not allow me to record this podcast for a couple of days so i am a couple of days late but we're still going strong and looking forward to another exciting episode a lot has a lot has went down we got week 14 in the nfl We got to cover that. We have some MLB news. We have everything. So let's get into it. First off, the Dallas Cowboys. What happened to the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, seriously, on Thursday night, they lose 31 to 24 to the Bears. The the Bears have been a struggling team the past couple weeks, and the Cowboys can't even beat the Bears. That just goes to show. How bad the NFC East is. Just throwing that out there. Um, Cowboys finally cut Brett Maher. I'm, uh, I was surprised to see that happen so late after how many field goals he has missed. Um, but it still comes down to who's going to make it to the NFC East. Who's going to win the NFC East, which we will talk about a little bit later in the show. But Dallas falls to 6-7. and seven. To the Chicago Bears, who are one game over five hundred, um, the Bears they they looked decent, but Mitch Trubisky went off with three touchdowns. So that's not something you see every t- day. But congratulations to the Bears, you beat the Cowboys, and I thought that was a game the Cowboys were going to bounce back, but no, the Cowboys just rolled over and died. It seemed like to me, um. Next game, we have a lot on tap, folks. Once again, Carolina. Let's talk about them and um, their first game with interim head coach Perry Fuel. They have been eliminated from playoff contention after a 40-20 to loss to Atlanta. 
Uh, turnovers really played a key in the Panthers' loss. Kyle Allen threw two interceptions, and they also had two lost fumbles on top of that. Plus, Atlanta, a rookie star, shined in that game today. Uh, if I pronounce this wrong, I apologize. Zakia, no, excuse me, Olamade Zacchaeus, an undrafted rookie from the University of Virginia. A 93-yard touchdown pass early in the third quarter just bounces the uh, Falcons over a victory. So the Falcons looked really good. Zacchaeus really shined in that game, one thing to really touch on. But turnovers really played a key in this um, battle between the Falcons and the Panthers. But um, uh, a lot of work for Perry Fuel to be done before the end of this season. Uh, only three more weeks left, but it comes down to who's going to be the next head coach. And um, over the next couple of weeks, I will be sure to have in there some segments about who's coaching where. Who do I think should be the next head coach of this football team? And I'm hoping to produce that here soon. So next game on the list, the Baltimore Ravens clinch in AFC playoff spot with a 24 to 17 victory over the Buffalo Bills. Um he was listed as day to day with a quad injury after that football game, but I I didn't really see an issue with it. Um he was fine. I I honestly don't think there was anything wrong with him. Um head coach John Harbaugh said he was listed day to day. I was really surprised after the performance he had, but maybe he just tweaked his groin or excuse me his quad and just had to rest but uh, he was fine and we'll talk about um the Thursday night game that happened last night as well the Ravens and the Jets but he was fine he played but um 145 pass yards 50 50 rush yards on 15 carries Lamar Jackson is incredible the the best quarterback I've seen this week, um, no, last week, this is confusing because I'm recording so late, so it's last week. But very bright future for Lamar if he can stay healthy. I, I love how he runs, but the, I, I've said this before. Um, he just can't give himself up too much because he he will be prone to an injury but he's doing a great job they play without hollywood brown and the they still made a statement hollywood brown has been one of the ravens top receivers and um he made he may do without him so um the ravens look out for them they i i think they might be going deep in this this year's playoffs for the NFL. So moving right along to the next game on our slate, uh, the Redskins, um, they are out of playoff contention. The Packers did not look good at all, only winning 20-15. to 15. Aaron Rodgers with only one touchdown, 195 yards. That's unheard of for Aaron Rodgers against the Redskins. Against the Redskins. I'm emphasizing that because how is Aaron Rodgers only throwing for 195 yards against the Redskins? They did not look great in this game. The Packers did. The Redskins kept it close, but 
I I would have thought Aaron Rodgers would have more of a dominant game. So 20 to 15 injury news. Ryan Kerrigan is on the IR. So he's done for the rest of the season. The Redskins drop to three and ten. And hopefully next year they will be two and eleven by this point. I don't know because they're just terrible. Next game on the list, Denver in Houston. Denver beats Houston. Yeah, who saw this happening? Like seriously. Drew Locke. Two games as a starter, two career wins. 309 pass yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. This is very unheard of, especially upsetting the Houston Texans. After this loss, I'm questioning whether Houston is out of reach for the playoffs or not, but it's going to be interesting to see how the AFC side of the bracket will work out. Um, Houston falls to 8-5 and five after that loss, but wow. I, I just can't believe it. Drew Locke has been play, playing phenomenal, excuse me. And um, I, I think the Broncos have found their future quarterback because you, you don't know how long Joe Flacco is going to last, how much longer he is after his tenure in Baltimore and he gets injured. So Drew Locke could be the future for Denver. So look out for that. 38-24, to 24, Denver beats Houston. Um the next game I want to talk about, the Rams against Seattle. Uh, the Rams stay in the fight, playoff contention. The Seahawks could have clinched a playoff berth if they beat the Rams, but the Rams are staying in the fight. Um, they technically have to win out, from what I'm hearing, in order for the Rams to get a playoff spot. They have struggled throughout the year. But a very tough night for Russell Wilson. Not a passing touchdown in the game. Much pr- much pressure applied to the Rams' defense throughout the game. So it it, it was it, interesting to see the effect on, it had on Russell Wilson when with the Rams' dominant defense just pressuring him all night long. Um. Uh, the Rams, do I think they'll get in? I, I think they're just going to barely miss the playoffs. But the, they they regressed a lot from the Super Bowl last year against the Patriots. But uh, I do like what they have on defense. Maybe some more key improvements. But, you know, some struggles the Rams had, have had. And they just um, were not able to get the job done. Um I want to talk about this one next. The potential game of the season right here. Uh, I'm putting this down. I'm penciling it in as the game of the year. San Francisco over New Orleans. In this game really reminds me of the Monday night game between the Rams and the Chiefs. Um, But, uh, I mean, where to start with this one? Ten combined passing touchdowns by both quarterbacks, including Emmanuel Sanders, the wide receiver, who throws a touchdown pass off a um, end around. He goes ahead and throws it down the field for a touchdown. But the 49ers and the Saints, they both played absolutely great. I I was able to peek in and out, watch that game, and... It was crazy. 733 combined passing yards by both quarterbacks. 
combined. And this really reminds me of the the Monday night game, the 55-51 to 51 game where against the Rams and the Chiefs where there were 891 total passing yards in 10 touchdowns in that game. So it, it really reminds me of that game, but um, it was a dogfight till the very end. Robbie Gold hits the game-winning field goal to um, give San Francisco an 11 and two record. New Orleans falls. New Orleans, excuse me, falls to 10 and three after that loss. But a very, very great game, and it really reminded me of that Rams Chiefs game. So I really wanted to touch on that next. Next on the slate. The Colts, their playoff chances are in jeopardy after an upset over Tampa Bay. The Colts had the lead early, but Tampa Bay just came back. Jameis Winston had three touchdowns, but they rallied late. He also had four, excuse me, um, Winston had three interceptions, four touchdowns. The Colts tried to rally late, but were stopped turnover on downs, but... Uh, the the Bucks, I, I mean, they handed the Colts a pretty devastating loss. Uh, they dropped five of their last six games. The Colts have, and I, I'm not sure how far they are out of the playoffs. But uh, there's a chance. I I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs either. It's the Colts and the Texans. You know, both of these teams, the AFC, um, some of these divisions is going to be tough to tell who's going to make it into the playoffs and who isn't. Um, A very interesting story, um, Kansas City against New England. Kansas City has a mix-up and their equipment doesn't show up with the team. And it ends up in New Jersey. So they're figuring out where it is and the state police sends their equipment back up three hours before game time in Foxborough. Kansas City shows up with their equipment. It, it, that was just a funny story I had, but Kansas City still managed to beat the New England Patriots 23-16. to Bashad Breeland, former Redskin, I might add, had a heck of a game. Um, he made the game-winning play Patriots on the goal line, fourth and goal, and tips a pass that could have been caught by Patriots receiver and knocks it down, and the Chiefs end up winning. But the main thing was there were a lot of mistakes that were uh, clearly missed by officials that were shown on the replay that would have been definitive touchdowns. The only problem was Bill Belichick ran out of challenges, so... Without the challenges, there was no way to go back and overturn the call. Like that one touchdown they had that was not a touchdown because the referee said he stepped out of bounds. And he clearly had both feet in bounds and dived towards the pylon and got the touchdown. So it was very, very interesting to see the emotion, the raw emotion on the sideline for the Patriots. They were not able to challenge calls. There was a pass interference call, I believe, that wasn't called, and they couldn't challenge that either because they used both of their challenges early. So brings me to my next point. 
you got to keep your challenges for when you really need them. And I think Bill Belichick, he's a great coach, don't get me wrong. The Patriots are still probably going to the Super Bowl. But the Bill Belichick, I think he mismanaged challenges. There was too many things to challenge. And uh, with the league the way it is this day and age, sometimes you got to keep the red flag in your pocket. Um uh, the Chiefs had a 20-7 to lead going into half, but some of the mistakes for the Chiefs brought the Patriots closer and closer back into this football game. But in the end, Kansas City found a way to muster it all up together and beat the New England Patriots. The Patriots have now, their record is now 10-3. The Chiefs improved to... 9-4 and four on the season, and after that game, there were reports that Patrick Mahomes had an, a hand-thumb injury that was bothering him throughout the game, but I don't see that being that much of an issue, but we will have to see. But yeah, I, I, I don't see why he can't play on Sunday, Mahomes. So um, moving right along to the last and final Monday night football game. Unbelievable. Like, what a turn of events here. Daniel Jones is out with a high-grade ankle sprain. Eli Manning gets another start on Monday Night Football. Could be his last Monday Night Football appearance. I I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to retire for sure, but that's what the reports are leaning towards. But... Anyways, um, funny thing is, um, Eli says, yeah, his wife is here for the final Monday night game he's playing in. So I'm not sure. Now, and it was in Philly. And Eli said his wife would never go back to Philly because of the fans. I wouldn't either. I'll never step foot in Lincoln Financial Field. But Anyways, Eli Manning came up huge in the first half. Two touchdowns to Darius Slayton, who was also on my fantasy team, which was huge for me. But anyways, Darius Slayton made a statement in that game for the Giants, catching two touchdowns in the first half. But the Eagles, they just looked like they did not have anything going in the first half. Only putting up three points in the first half could, it seemed like, There were miscommunications all over for the Eagles. But but the Giants, after the second quarter, after halftime, they could not score again, and the Eagles came back to win it in overtime. Uh, Eli, 15 for 30 for 203 yards, and head coach Pat Shermer has named Eli the starting quarterback going in to next week's game. So that's going to be really interesting. And um, since I'm recording this late, I will go ahead and cover the latest Thursday night edition game for you. The, excuse me, where is it here? The Baltimore Ravens and the New York Jets. And I wasn't really expecting this to be much of a game, but... Excuse me, still pretty sick, but excuse me on that. But Lamar Jackson breaks Michael Vick's single-season rushing record in one season, and that's huge. Michael Vick giving Lamar Jackson a lot of praise, a lot of credit for breaking his record, but Lamar Jackson still breaking records, throwing five touchdowns 
in that game on 212 yards. And it, it was a huge accomplishment for Lamar Jackson and just another reason why Lamar Jackson is such a great athlete. And um, n- not really too much else. Uh, Sam Darnold had two touchdowns and interceptions. Le'Veon Bell, 87 yards. But the score showed, and they ended up winning the division after that game, 42-21, to and they beat the New York Jets. The Jets fall to 5-9 on the season. So that wraps up Week 14. I, I, I'm sorry if my voice still sounds really bad. I'm trying my best here. I've been coughing all day, all night. But we got to get this podcast done. Week 14, last scoreline for you. 31-24 Chicago over Dallas. 20-15 to Green Bay over Washington. 40-20 to Atlanta over Carolina. 24-17 Baltimore over Buffalo. 27-19 Cleveland over Cincinnati. 38-24 Denver over Houston. 20-7 Minnesota over Detroit. 48-46 San Francisco over New Orleans. 22-21 the New York Jets over the Miami Dolphins. 38-35 Tampa Bay over the Indianapolis Colts. 45 to 10 Los Angeles over Jacksonville, 23 to 17 Pittsburgh over Arizona, 23 to 16 uh, Kansas City over New England, 42 to 21 Tennessee over Oakland, 28 to 12 Los Angeles over Seattle, and 23 to 17 in overtime Philadelphia against New York. Um. We've had a lot of sickness on this podcast. Jason Kamlowski is under the weather. He will unable to be recording fantasy football files. We wish Jason um, to get better really soon. Um, hope you're well, Jason, and get better real soon. But when we return, we will be looking at some MLB free agency and week 15 previews and so much more. You're listening to the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. The Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast, part of the Mayo Please Podcast Network, is sponsored by Route 11 Chips. Make sure you grab a bag today inside your local Martins, Food Lion, and Giant stores. And our new sponsor and fellow sports fans at PM Plus Reserves, providing reserve studies for homeowner and condominium associations in the Washington metropolitan area for the past 30 years. Make sure you check us out on all streaming platforms via the Mayo Please and the Josh Kirby on Sports podcast. You can also find the Josh Kirby on Sports podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, along with the Mayo Please on Twitter. Have any questions for the show? Feel free to shoot us an email at kirbyonsports at gmail.com. All right, welcome back. We have a full slate to round out the show. MLB free agency talk. Steven Strasburg signs seven years, $245 million to stay with the Washington Nationals. Um, As you know, the Nats have won the World Series, and Steven Strasburg is a big key for the Washington Nationals, and it's huge to get them re-signed. Plus, $80 million will be deferred to a later date. Um, I was hoping that would potentially be room to bring back Anthony Rendon. 
Unfortunately, over the past couple of days, reports came out that Anthony Rendon has signed a seven-year, $245 million contract to play with the Los Angeles Angels alongside Mike Trout. So, Anthony Rendon gone from Washington, but Steven Strasburg has been re-signed. We have former Yankee D.D. Gregorius signing a one-year, $14 million deal with the Phillies over the past couple of days. And Garrett Cole, there's no cap room in the MLB, and the Yankees just hopped it. $324 million for nine, $324 for nine years. Garrett Cole. Steven Strasburg still making more money than Cole, but they're getting Cole for nine years. The Yankees really needed this pitcher, and I, I, I think he's going to play a huge impact in the Yankees, but will he potentially be their ace starter? That That's the thing here. I have a feeling that Garrett Cole might be their ace starter with this massive contract, but... It's huge to see this big of a contract. And the Yankees, you know, they have deep pockets. And they're going to take advantage of who they can get, anybody, you know. So, three free agent signings. Steven Strasburg back with the Nationals. Didi Gregorius to the Phillies and Garrett Cole to the Yankees. Rounding out the show, um, the Patriots... Um, were accused of having an independent film crew filming the Cincinnati Bengals sideline. Um, another scandal for the Patriots. I'm I'm not sure if you could say that, but I don't really have a lot of details. I've seen some reports, but as of right now, what I have heard, Roger Goodell and the NFL are taking a good look into this. Reported by Peter Schrager of Fox Sports. And the Patriots are taking a step back, not involving themselves. Apparently, the Patriots have taken full responsibility. But are are you surprised to see another scandal in New England? I'm not sure. That's all the news we have. Let's give you a preview of Sunday, Week 15 NFL. We have the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Redskins in an NFC battle. We have the Seahawks and the Panthers. We have the New England Patriots, Cincinnati Bengals, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Detroit Lions, the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers, the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs, the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. That's going to be a really, really bad football game. Uh, Or maybe a good one since Eli's back. Houston playing Tennessee, Cleveland playing Arizona, Jacksonville playing Oakland, Minnesota playing the Los Angeles Chargers, the Rams playing the Cowboys, the Falcons playing the 49ers, and the Buffalo Bills playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Monday night the Indianapolis Colts and the New Orleans Saints. Um, Right off the bat, even though the Redskins are 3-10, and 10, this will be a game to watch the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Redskins as the Eagles would are controlling their own destiny in the NFC East. They have to win out in order to win the division. So that's, so that's maybe a secured win, but with the Redskins all hope lost, 
maybe they'll find a way to beat the Eagles. I'm not too hopeful, but I'm just saying, you know, that's how division games go. Denver and Kansas City, look out for that game. Chicago and Green Bay, that's another one to look out for. Buffalo and Pittsburgh with Ducky Hodges. And Atlanta and San Francisco, I want to say that's maybe a key game to look out for. But that's your Week 15 preview. Um... And that's all we have on this edition. Thank you so much for bearing with me as my throat is killing me. I know this was short, but hopefully we will be all healthy for next week on another edition of the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Thanks, as always, to JR Beats official Dave Johnson and MPT Now Productions. We're part of the Mayo Please Podcast Network. We're sponsored by... Route 11 Chips. Make sure you find a bag today inside your local Martin's Food Line and Giant Stores. And we're also sponsored by PM Plus Reserves. You can catch us on all streaming platforms via the Mayo Please or the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Till next time, so long and peace out. Oh, 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 oh.